You'll have that. You'll have. All right, let's fire it up, boys. Hell fucking yeah! Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to a That's Garbage Media production. Podcasting. Champion of the world. Hey, Daddy, just trying it's to happy reach Helen. Daddy. You uh, are no. Daddy. Favorite podcast. Daddy back. Uh, she is lazy. Really I'm a little bit worried about Daddy. No. Introducing us. Your hosts, Snake and Trav. The garbage. Welcome back to Happy Hour, episode eight or nine. I'm starting to lose track of them. Another guest episode. Here with me is Trav and our special guest, another uh, another male sharing the same bloodlines. We have the triple, triple McTee effect in play. Cuss, what's going on, buddy? How we doing, fellas? Appreciate you having me. Looking forward to uh, first first that. time in a long time. First time in a long time. Yeah, last time I joined you guys was uh, those are the old days. Yeah, that the last that's garbage pod. Rest in peace. That, that had to have been like three years ago. Yeah, probably two plus. Yeah, it was a while ago. But glad to be back. Can't wait. Yeah, you gave a trivia of the dimples on a golf ball. I remember that. Did I? Yeah, couldn't tell you what the oh. answer was, but. Me neither. You put That's a number one. on it. I'm surprised I could think of something that good. Trav, how we doing, brother? New digs? New digs, brother. Call me Stefan. <laughs> New digs, same Trav. Uh, lacking podcast equipment. I think you're coming in just fine. Right, Making good. do. Famous last <laughs> words. Your audio will be like significantly worse than ours, but sounds fine so far. Uh, I was actually... Sticking with the dials here earlier. It's just trying to get this to the point where I don't have to do like any post production. And I just don't, un- there's too many buttons on the mixer and like knobs. So if anyone out there actually knows what they're doing with this stuff, please feel free to contact me and help me because I to this day don't know what high, mid, low, low cut uh, frequency. I don't know what these things mean. And I am yet in the what two plus years of doing this have been able to dial in my own audio so I don't have to mess with it. But anyway, a lot to go through with Cuss here. So let's go through the records from last week. I will just get my performance over with here off the bat. Uh, Things did not go well. My worst week to date, and it's not particularly close. My record is 13 and 25. I think three of those are exhibition parlays and such so still we're looking at 13 and 22 uh total units down 17.2 for the week so i'm glad both you guys are enjoying that Uh, i want to take this time to say that you know i think we've alluded to this before trav that we generally like a unit for us is like a 10 bucks and if you want to hit something heavy it's like Three or four units, 30 or 40 bucks. 
pretty okay with losing that. Right. I think a lot of the general population would probably look at that and say like, ah, that's not very much money they're putting down, which I would agree. It's not a lot of money until something like that happens (laughs) and you, you lose 17 units in a week. And then I'm like, thank God I'm only putting what I call one unit on these games. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And as you know, I think you kind of got burned because I was just looking through your plays kind of uh, giggling as I was going down. It just seemed like all your heavy hitters missed too. Every single yeah, one of your heavy hitters. None of the heavy hitters uh, landed. Because if, even if some of the heavy hitters hit, you figure two units, it's you know actually a four unit swing there. So if you hit two of those. I actually don't like thinking about that, man. Like, I don't like thinking about the money swing aspect of it. Like BYU, for instance, they dicked around for like half of the game and then in the third and fourth quarter they decided they were going to try and come screaming back and at that point i was probably already down like i don't know 12 units and i was looking at my i was looking at my captain phillips green lights and i had like byu is still in contention i had them plus four i had them on the money line and then i had a three-way parlay with purdue unc and byu which all were underdogs i was a 13 to 1 parlay i would have won like six or seven units so it was just like one last twist of the knife for the day and then pretty sure i missed the usc game as usc what did i have there washington state to cover missed that as well that was a heavy hitter had that one as well yeah Yeah, so i could go through these but there's really no point i mean i'll just list my big misses oklahoma texas i'm the dumbest man alive for thinking that game would go how i thought it would uh lost big there BYU I just said I lost big on the Georgia Auburn matchup I just took unders and an Auburn team total under those both went poorly Uh, we lost the happy hour teaser lost the, the parlay obviously Kentucky had Kentucky to win by 10 points they lost by 10 that was a good pick uh yeah Washington State lost a lot of money there too so, oh, NC State, that's a nice one too. I had them minus two and a half and they won by two. So those are, that's pretty much my plays. That's how you end up losing uh, 17 units. Yeah, if it makes you feel any better, that was the reason that you lost the parlay and the teaser, right? And pretty much everyone you just listed, I missed as well. So, But your week did go significantly better. You had some NFL salvage, I want to say, but I'm looking at you now. Travi is 10 and 10 plus 0.0 units on the week. <laughs> yeah. I actually made the, I actually made the, I put enough on the Raiders plus seven and a half last night to give me the even if it hit. And, and there was a point when they went for two and didn't get it. I figured I was in trouble, but um, luckily Raiders were, um, or the chiefs ended up punting back to the Raiders and they didn't throw like a pick six or anything. Seemed like that might happen. So, Yeah. And I should clarify, I mean, 10 and 10 record, but you missed a 94 to 1 parlay, which I, I love that personally. That's a cheat Carroll parlay. You missed the teaser and then you missed the the podcast parlay. So you actually went 10 and 7 for the week. And had you not lost some of those parlays and teasers, you'd be up. If I would just stop doing parlays, everything would be well in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But 94 to 1, come on, that's... <laughs> it's a lot of dough that's tempting 
Yeah, I almost hit the one leg too. So <laughs> I almost hit the one leg. I was it was only two legs. It was just Army and A and M, and I almost I almost hit A and M. Oh yeah, A and M money line and Army money line. Okay. I mean, Army lost by what seven touchdowns though. So yeah, just just missed that one. <laughs> yeah, I told you I had a feeling they would keep it close and they might steal it. So yeah, that was I spot on. I told you that pick was just based on the fact when I was scrolling through the games, the one app had Army listed as Army West Point. I just thought that sounded so badass. I just couldn't set it out. I was like, <laughs> that is so cool. I've never seen it listed as Army West Point. So threw it in there. Now cost you know me. not to fall for that next time. Yeah, it cost me, uh, you know, 94 to 1. So, oh, well. Yep. Uh, you're still great all time. I'm looking at you're up uh, just about seven units year to date. I want to say things have drastically swung here with my disastrous week. I am down almost six units. So, holy cow! Okay, I was that's actually not too bad though. After a week like that, you, you know, you just needed you need to get back on that uh, seventy five where you were hitting seventy five percent of your bets, and you should be fine. Yeah. Well, this is how it works. Things are bound to swing back. So you now have a comfortable. I think that's a thirteen point or a thirteen unit lead on me. So something to watch for. I don't. Do you have any significant picks you need to mention here? Let's see. Travis no, I don't think rack. so. I think the NC State game might have been the, uh, you know, the the travesty of the week. Uh, the, the travesty of the week actually took place Thursday or Friday night. I think Griff actually told me about it. Somebody covered and they had no business. Co- they were down like 11 with a minute 30 left. And I want to say they won outright. Oh, Houston? Yes. That's oh, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was wild. I turned it off and I turned it back on and they were winning. Remember, they win? Yeah, they won, right? They must yeah, have they got won. an onside kick and then scored another touchdown. Yeah, yeah it was wild. It was I don't know if you I don't know if you guys caught this. I saw a, a tweet online that said that the Houston guy was clearly off sides. I slowed it down frame by frame. I would say that that man could not have done it any better. He it was it looked like it was perfectly timed to me. Pretty impressive. He caught it he caught it on the hop. I actually don't even know what what exactly did he do? I did not see the end of this game. It was an onside kick. They kicked it off to the right side and this guy in Houston got the best running start I've ever seen and just ran right uh, I believe he was the one that caught it right at twelve yards. Okay. Looked, better looked than absolutely that, perfect. Better than that Florida one hander in full stride? Well, nothing's ever better than that, buddy. <laughs> okay. The Madden creative player. <laughs> yeah. 99 hands. So, I, yeah. I, I guess I don't know if I can nominate that as my travesty of the week, but if I didn't watch it, but to me, that's the travesty of the week. Uh, touchdown with two minutes and 47. No, one minute and 17 seconds left. Onside kick, and then they drove 49 yards to score again and win the game by one. Nice. Yeah. No extra point required, it looks like, too. So, yeah, I believe I was on Memphis minus two. So that hurts. That's a tough one, yeah. All right, game recaps. Let's start Wednesday night. We don't have to spend a lot of time here, but this was on Trav as we were recording. SMU, UCF. We actually both stated what sides we were on in that game. I don't know if that made it into your official picks or not, but I know you had UCF. And they end up winning by 22 points. I actually didn't watch much or any of that game, so you'll have to comment if you saw anything. 
only that I would just kept looking up towards the end of our podcast and realizing like that game was slipping away from SMU big time. Uh, the tool did very well. 20 to 29, 316 yards, two TDs. So shout out to the, to the Bo Jackson tool. Uh, Friday night. Yeah. I didn't really have any, I didn't really have any games to mention other than Houston, Memphis. And then it's probably just worth noting that Rutgers covers, but they go down by one point to Nebraska. Almost wish I would have watched that game. Nebraska 14, Rutgers 13. I did watch I did watch the second half. I actually got in on I actually took Nebraska live in that game. Um I put a little bit on it and they look like a different team for sure. I mean it is Rutgers, but they were on the road and they were down by two scores and they hung in there uh to come back. So I mean, you heard it from Matril first on this podcast. Sometimes that's the jump start you need. Maybe Nebraska rips off some wins. They're two and one in the Big Ten. In theory, they run the table. They they play for the Big Ten uh, championship. No, Big Ten Big Ten West is weaker than I can ever remember. So just give who Illinois. Do, who do we like in the Big Ten West? Honest Illinois. to God, Illinois. Do you Purdue? Purdue's not bad either. It's did Purdue and Illinois play each other? Not this, this week. week. Illinois plays Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. And They're the other team. Minnesota's going to win, I think, because of the circumstances. So Illinois' quarterback is out. Oh, yeah. That's what uh, that it's the um, Art Sitkowski. He's like the worst quarterback ever. Yeah. He has no chance. So they're like, they're getting seven points, I think, at home. So I think they're yeah. just going to try and pound the, they're just going to try and pound the rock, anyways. I don't know if Minnesota will let them do it. That sounds like an under, by the way, if that's anything near, anywhere near I 40. Think it looks pretty low. It, it, it it's thirty eight. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, and I'm on it. Low. I'm on it already, Trav. I'm on the under. Yeah, That's I didn't watch call. any of the Illinois Iowa game from this past weekend, but it sounded terrible. Did you happen to catch that play sequence of what Iowa did with the two turnovers in one drive? Oh uh, no! So let's just go to that game. So what? That's <laughs> Illinois nine, Iowa six. Yeah. So Iowa had the ball. I'm trying to think of how this worked. I think they got a turnover. Then they punted the ball. They oh Illinois muffed it, right? Yeah, and something like that. They Iowa got it back. fell on it on like their Illinois three yard line or something. I think I heard about this. Basically, there was two sequences where Iowa got the ball back after turnovers, and the first time they got it back, they went backwards six yards, punted it again. Then they got a, basically got the second turnover. And then they went backwards about 12 yards, and then they kicked the field goal. That's so, Okay, so I heard about the one where they kicked so the, the field goal. the defense was moving them up the field, and they only got a field goal, and obviously a touchdown would have won it. So, and the yeah. offense was dragging them backwards. Yes. the I was listening to the athletic podcast with Andy Staples today, and Scott Docterman's on the show on Tuesdays. He's the Iowa, the Iowa writer, and he said that that, sequence of events was the worst he's ever seen and he says he's almost 50 years old he said the play calling was terrible they were running like tosses and just they just kept losing yards and then there was a personal foul there so yeah anyways they yeah, basically I, just backwards i both see times, it both times they had the ball yeah i see it so i'm gonna actually include the kneel down for illinois before the half just to make this even funnier so <laughs> illinois one play minus one yard then they go into the half so that's a negative yardage drive then to start 
or no, sorry, that's the end of the first quarter. So to start the second quarter, okay, no, it was right the first time I said it. That was the end of the half. One play minus one yard. Yeah, I was like, why would they be taking the knee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the first quarter. <laughs> so then Iowa comes out after the half, three plays minus four yards. So they punt it. Punt. Illinois yes. takes the ball, three plays, zero yards. They punt it back. Iowa takes the ball, four plays, not, minus 19 yards, punt it back. Illinois takes the ball, three plays, minus nine yards, punt it back again. <laughs> and then Iowa breaks the curse of the zero to negative yard drives, and they go seven plays, 26 yards, punt. So I guess you actually just answered my question of why Illinois might have actually contemplated taking a knee at the end of the first quarter because they'd be losing less yards. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was the end of the half, um, and they did lose one yard, but you are correct. It might have made a little bit of sense to be taking knees and just on first downs in the first quarter, too. It's like uh, Griff already had mentioned this, but this is that's a need to know. Like, you must know that information if you're going to place a bet with Illinois is Art Sitowski is the guy. Uh, that's This is the same guy that played at Rutgers as a freshman. He finished the year with four TDs, 18 picks. I don't know how he was still playing at that point. Uh, his career average is 4.8 yards per attempt, and he completes half of his passes. So this is about as bad as it gets. I would not take the over in that game. I really <laughs> wanted to take Illinois, and I, I can't in good faith take Illinois in that game either against Minnesota, even getting seven points at home. I don't know how you can bet on that, man. So, Oh, and also, Iowa forced three turnovers in this game against Illinois, I guess, and they lost. I would love to get a stat on if that's the first time they've ever done that. Three turnovers and a loss? Or three takeaways? I think think they turn the ball over a lot. They just don't ever score, so they're pretty good at it. Um, They were talking about on the sh- on that show today, they were talking about a, I guess it was like Penn State in two thousand four. Was their defense was giving up seventeen points a game, and somehow they went four and seven. And then that Iowa beat writer pointed out that Iowa's giving up I don't know eleven points a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's outrageous. It's their defense is unbelievable. If I think if they could score one touchdown a game, they would be right there in the west for sure so yeah yeah your defensive uh leaders in terms of points points allowed number one illinois eight points a game two minnesota 8.8 points a game three iowa 9.8 points per game there it is the big that's big 10 football for you yeah yeah michigan Michigan, for it every weekend michigan at five 11.3 wow so for the top five Big 10. All right, let's leave the Big 10. Let's uh Texas A&M 20, Alabama 24. I just did a piss poor job of watching football this weekend due to some other commitments, so hopefully you guys at least saw some of this action, like the fact that that game was within 4 points and I didn't watch it. I can that, tell you what happened on the last play. I did see the last play, but yeah, go Let's ahead and try and describe that. I was I was sitting there. I I, I would have gave it probably. I felt good about. It. I'm like, oh my god, they might actually do it. And of course, they came out with that. And then it was just like, all right, well, guess I should have uh, stopped. Pass interference to set that up, right? Or holding or something. 
Pass interference, I believe, right, Mesh? Yeah. Yeah, pass interference on a pass in the end zone, so they gave him one on time down. Yep. From the two. Yeah. Um, where do you guys think that receiver would have been marked had he somehow reached a hand up and caught that ball? The, the one the one and a half? I was going to say the two. Yeah, the line okay. of scrimmage. Yeah, so I have, I have two hot takes on this. Number one, I don't know if you guys saw Nick Saban actually break down the coverage for that. <laughs> I saw this video. Saw this video. <laughs> no. it, made me, it made me realize that I know absolutely nothing about football. He was even talking about the running back. Basically, there's two linebackers standing there, and he was like, so if the linebacker or if the running back stays to block, this linebacker is going to do this. But if he takes off, this other linebacker is actually going to cover him. I'm like, you're kidding me. But basically, the best matchup, I think, from the coverage standpoint, uh, was who they threw it to. I just think he just threw it late. And I think the guy needed to get a little bit further into the end zone and if Haynes King delivers it on time I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a terrible play at all I think at one point in time had he thrown that ball before the receiver turns his head like if he releases at that point and he puts it on the money it could be a touchdown but it was it was probably a second and a half late so the guy was working yeah. his way back but yeah a linebacker wasn't covering him was it it was like number no. three no no so that was that was corner on wide receiver, but they did have basically a one-on-one one, one -on -one matchup on the outside. They had a linebacker spine Haynes King. They had one that was basically tailing the running back unless he stayed in, in which case the other running back blitzed. It was, you got to watch it. Okay. If you're, if you're listening to this, dig this up on Twitter and watch this, and it'll make you realize that you don't know anything about football, how complicated this defensive coverage Saban, Saban dialed up was. Like, <laughs> was it is... It's not surprising to me that they did not score. I'm just going to put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of a just a disappointing disappointing end altogether. Uh I, I can say it every week. It feels weird to say that like a 19-year-old kid sucks, but Haynes King absolutely sucks. <laughs> hey, he's not very good. He's <laughs> so bad. Like again, if I was a Texas A&M fan, I don't that makes me actually appreciate like watching Sean Clifford. Watching That's that guy try and move the ball. <laughs> great, great name though. Sure, great name. Yeah. Anything else on that game? I kind of liked how the quarterback looked in those shoulder pads. Maybe it's just because he was in the game longer, so I had more time to look at him. But did he not look like he was a running back playing quarterback? I think it's the pads in the jersey. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw this thing on Twitter where someone said basically. You're telling me that the Heisman Trophy winner gets knocked out of the game and they substitute in Mike Vick? Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but Mike Vick ended up with a, a pick and two fumbles, huh? I didn't see the pick. I don't know if it was a bad throw, but sounds like he was coughing it up as well. So for the most part, Alabama just kept them in this game because it looks like they missed two field goals too. The one was a chip shot. That's the type of game, if you're Texas A&M, you have to steal that game. Yeah. All right, kind of jumping all over the place here. Tennessee, LSU. Tennessee scores 40. Looks like LSU scores a touchdown in the fourth quarter to make it 40 to 13. So just an absolute blowout. Probably another bet that I felt very dumb about because that's the one where I was convinced it would be close because of 
I thought the odds makers knew something I didn't. But I listened to you, Trav, tell me that Tennessee would win this game by 10-plus points. That's kind of how I felt. That was my most confident pick of the weekend, and I wasn't allowed to pick it because I have the LSU over for wins. So, yeah, just cost myself more money. But that one seemed pretty straightforward. Uh, 500 yards on that LSU defense. So it just seems like every week Tennessee, like, proves themselves a little more. It's still kind of like I'm not sure how good LSU is, but I don't think they're good. They they still have that weird win over Mississippi State. That's like, yeah, it makes no sense. It's an outlier. Two touchdown win too. Yep. And they were down seventeen zero, right? Sixteen zero. Yeah, they were down like right off the bat, and then just scored all those unanswered points. I think the. I mean, this is so early to say. I think the Brian Kelly thing kind of never made sense from the start and maybe it will just never will make sense doesn't that still seem like a terrible fit yes i'm not sure because at his introductory press conference he did have that fake southern accent so actually i think i think he's probably adapting well he probably just has to get his guys in there honestly he's probably a good fit for down there i watch that boot or booty guy every week and they must talk about how he's a top 10 pick 10 times during the broadcast and then he just like mopes around the field. Like I'm it's like I'm watching someone different than Dan Orlovsky's talking about when I watch that game. Like Yeah, yeah, it's it seems really forced with that guy. I saw that LSU made a tweet before the game. It was what's his name? Kayshawn Booty? Kayshawn Booty, Booty, yeah. Yeah. They announced that they were like, Kayshawn Booty is is gonna be a captain for the game today. And I was like, Wow, this seems like the most artificial thing in the world. You picked probably the last guy on the field that should probably be a captain. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I had to actually go back and look because every week I feel like, oh, that guy was a letdown this week. He has 17 catches on the year, and his longest reception is 21 yards. And they're what, through five games, six games? Like, are we sure that's a top 10 pick? Probably not, no. Not anymore. Yeah, and my hot take now is if there's a guy that's going to shut it down, like before we even get to week seven, I think it's him. Toss his oh. name into the into the NFL draft and shut her down, fellas. That season's going nowhere, so I think that's probably the guy if someone's going to do it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and I don't know why this reminded me. Speaking of shut her down, fellas, I guess the Panthers pull the plug on Matt Rule. Called this from day one. Ask ask Wheelman about it. I called this from day one. Said it was the stupidest hire I've ever seen. Oh, so yeah. you call, Griff called this. I thought Travi was impressive for no, calling him at the beginning said, of the year. Griff had it three years ago. I said, I said this three the day they hired him. Any money on it? I wish I did. Mm. Ah. I knew that was stupid. I knew it wasn't yeah. going to work. T-Man yeah. had a couple units on it. Wait, did you actually? Woke up today with my pockets feeling a little bit heavier than yesterday. <laughs> believe T-Man cashed five or six units on that future. First NFL coach fired. So just uh, Oh, I, I did see you guys. Yeah, no, that's a great bet. And, that was just too obvious. All right, moving through here. This one will be a quick one. South Carolina, 24, Kentucky, 14. Again, just dumbest man alive, me. I I heard Will Levis wasn't playing. I did not cash out my bet. I assume whoever came in there was not quite as capable, and that's how they ended up losing by 10 points to South Carolina. I didn't watch it either. Griff, did you catch I didn't it? Get, I didn't get much eyes on this one, no. 
Yeah, I cleared Will Levis to play, and he still didn't play, so I'm not really sure what happened there. Put that <laughs> one on the doctors. Yeah. Steering me in the wrong direction. Uh, Clearly, he must have got hurt on the last play of the game, and it must be something fairly serious. It's a hand injury, right? See the hand? No, that was. I don't think he'd sit. I don't think he'd sit for the hand. He must have something else going on. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of Max Johnson. He might have a hand injury. Oh yeah, Max Johnson broke his hand. They said he might be out for the year. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually did look at the box score of that game, and I couldn't deduce how they got beat because everything looked pretty similar. I don't know if there was like a pick six or block punt TD or what, but something weird must have happened. Uh, Florida State 17, NC State 19. The only game I was almost right about pretty much, except I had NC State minus two and a half, so that didn't go well. I get the half yeah, point this, loss. This is the game, Snake, I texted you about this one when I was laughing. Like, oh, it should be a lock, and then you're like, watch them lose, Florida State. And then all right, also, Devin Larry texted you guys this during the game. That guy was playing like garbage before he even got hurt. And then after he got hurt, they just didn't throw the ball. It, it yeah. looked like they threw it. I think there was two attempted passes for the entire like third and fourth quarter or something. Yeah. And they somehow came back to win. I actually wish I would have seen this play out. It was pretty bizarre because I, I threw it on when I saw that they scored to get within a touchdown or nine points or something. And Florida State actually was in field goal range to tie the game, correct? No, win the game. And they threw a they threw an interception in the end zone. It was just like inexplicable. Yeah, Florida State scored all seventeen points in the second quarter. It looks like so they scored nothing in the second half. Yeah, they gave up ten in the third and six in the fourth to NC State's running back. I guess. Yeah, he did not complete a pass. Yeah, so I don't. Florida State. There might be a couple teams that I generally fade that I'm wrong about, like Tennessee, for instance, might be really good. Florida State, I mean, they just do stuff like that. Like, they find a way to lose that game to a running back. Uh, I still think that's kind of a joke of a squad. I'm probably going to keep fading them. Uh, Utah, 32. UCLA, 42. UCLA just keeps impressing me more and more. I think they're good. Have to be. Yeah. Uh kind of seems like everything's shaping up for the UCLA USC undefeated USC. matchup. Yeah. Just need USC to get through Utah. Yeah, we'll get to that one later. Uh but yeah, another another solid game from DTR, four more TDs, 300 yards. Uh and I also noticed UCLA somehow averaged 5.3 yards per carry on Utah's defense, which I think is like pretty unheard of. So I'm shocked to see that UCLA won that game by 10. And that was with a pick six at the end, too, I think. So they pretty much won by 17 points. Yeah, they're good. They're legit. Washington State, USC. This is the late game. Travi, did you watch any of your Trojans? I didn't catch much of this game. That was, you know, one of the later ones. I actually watched, caught pieces of the three very late games, which we can maybe touch on at some point. But I did not see much of this. It looks like Caleb Williams played fairly mediocre yet again. Yeah, that's kind of the theme, right? He just he doesn't turn the ball over. He's going to throw for like 150 yards, complete half his passes, and USC is going to win by two or three touchdowns. I'd like to throw Jordan Addison into the 
possibly. With a couple of USC losses, I don't think that guy plays the rest of the year either. Wow, that's a good call. Shut her down, fellas, for him. I mean, his draft stock must just be soaring, right? I feel like he does catch two touchdowns a game. I don't know if he scored this week, but... Well, I think he scores every week. I don't think he's lighting it up like he was last year, that's for sure. Three three grabs, 37 yards. I can't imagine he was very happy after the game. I don't think he's... I don't think he's, you know... Yeah. So much into the outcome of the game as he is just personal stats and such. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Travis Dye, another huge week. This guy's maybe quietly the best running back in college football. 28 carries, buck 50 and a TD. Yeah. Travi, no gloves. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I actually wanted to comment on something. I have a quick, that's garbage. And actually ties in really well because um, someone on this podcast happens to be getting married next weekend. But they were talking about Travis Dye and how he's a, you know, he's been playing for a while and now he's really matured in the past year because he got married. And I would just like to come out and make the announcement that I do not think getting married by any means makes (laughs) you more mature. I think that is complete garbage. I don't think anything changes whatsoever. I know a lot of flickers that I went to high school that got married when they were 19 years old. I don't think that makes you more mature. (laughs) I would say him rocking a mustache and looking like a grown man to me, maybe makes me think he's more mature, but marrying some girl in college, which has a 50% chance of ending in divorce does not make him more. That's a mature. That's correct. That's a correct take. I think what the they were probably looking for is when someone has a child, I think then you can probably argue they became more mature. Yeah, I'd give you that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at that point, you you, you really got to buckle up and be like, okay, I guess this life really isn't about me anymore. But just tying the knot with some girly man in college, again, I, yeah, I don't Not think sure I, that's making oh, the maturity quote. I love, I love the guy. The, and he, yeah. could be the most, he could be the most mature person I've ever met. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't think getting married this year made him more mature. From what I hear, he was late to practice. He was never on the jugs machine. And then he tied the knot and he's just, you can't get him out of the weight room. He's yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. So I got married in June and September, you came to visit. We threw chicken in the oven and fell asleep. So yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> that's a good take that's a good take okay uh what's left tcu kansas tcu 38 kansas 31 uh one of the few games i did put some eyes on yeah yeah same the score ends up close i mean the game was fairly close give kansas some credit but yeah i don't want to but i guess i have to give them a little little bit of credit i mean their qb went down which i don't know if we can even dock them because the guy that looks like he curls his hair in front of the mirror for four hours uh, a day came that wasn't in. The quote. That was not the quote. The quote was <laughs> the guy out there that looks like mom throwing the ball or whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, had well, the he was hair. freaking he had good. This, he had the same haircut as mom. And the wild thing was, is they just casually mentioned that that guy was on the team. Like, I think he was their quarterback the last couple years. Yes, they were correct. Terrible. Which, yeah. So what made him go into that game and just look like Peyton Manning that was bizarre I'm not sure and why weren't both of those guys on the team last year why was this one starting and then why is all of a sudden Jalen Daniels like Jalen Daniels one of the greatest yeah. quarterbacks in the country Jayden. what Jaden Daniels no this guy's Jalen 
Yeah, now I'm for, no, it's Jay Lynn. Oh, are you serious? J A L L O N. Jay Lynn. Okay, I'm very confused. Okay, my bad. Out for the season, breaking news, by the way. Oh, no, no, can confirm. I just read a tweet from him, said this is news to me. So take that. Oh, shit. Breaking news on top of breaking news. So he's not ruled out for the year. I just saw it like an hour ago. He tweeted on his own thing. It said, this is news to me, basically, to the guy that broke it, the Kansas writer that broke it. Okay, so don't rule him out yet. But anyway, the point is, if this, what's his name, Bean? If Bean keeps playing, I don't know if they take a step back. I mean, that guy looked tremendous. (laughs) He did look good. His hair looked great. His hair looked great. He threw two touchdowns that were both not touchdowns, in my opinion, to the same guy. I don't know if you guys saw that. How did I forget about this? And then I was so all set to complain about that on the podcast, but then TCU scored a touchdown where he didn't catch the ball either, and they called that one a touchdown too. So, Oh, the back right corner of the end zone? Yes. That, that wasn't was not, a touchdown? That was not a catch. You could see the ball move pretty clearly. Okay, so that was a makeup call for the, for the uh, fade. Two. There was three touchdown passes in that game in the second half, I believe. None of them were touchdowns. <laughs> they all said they said stands for all three of them, and I would argue none of the three were a catch. I know the one that the Kansas guy caught when he fell on the ball and the ball moves, and then they brought the rules analyst on there to talk about how it moves, but somehow he said that isn't losing control. Even though it's rolling on the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like to, I like to picture it as like you're laying on a floor and there's you know, there's nothing below the floor. Would the ball fall? And the answer is yes. The ball would have fallen down through the floor if there was a hole. If there was a hole just where the ball was. Yeah. That no point did that guy control the ball once he smashed into the ground. So I'm I'm so glad you brought up the explanation too. The guy goes, "Yeah, you can kind of see it rolling on the ground there, but it's just like he's like, does it lose control? Now he kind of completes the process of the catch. It's like I guess I don't understand. Yeah." So we yeah, don't need to harp on it for too long, but it's painful. It was very painful. Yep. Um, I just thought a little bit of that was kind of big boys versus school children. I I just feel like I was constantly watching Kansas guys lay on the field and then get like carted off or helped off the field. A lot of injuries. TCU looks really good. A couple of their receivers yeah. are unbelievable. They're just they look large. Like that team might actually. Yeah. That team scares me a little bit for Oklahoma State. I'm fading them this week, but yeah, I'm with you. They look good. <laughs> All right. Uh, another quick one. Washington loses to Arizona State 45-38. to I don't know what on earth is going on with Herm Edwards' squad. We'll be the first podcast to tell you we don't love Washington, but to outgun Washington and Michael Penix after firing your coach and being like, a one in four dumpster fire. I don't understand how that happens. Thought that was thought that was notable at least, but it's the uh, it's the interim coach thing. Look what's happening down in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, that's bizarre. Georgia Tech, Nebraska. And, yeah, yeah. Everyone's playing better after they fired their coach. And here- is that like a? Do you guys think that that's like a? After you missed the putt you line it up again and bury it every time. It's just kind of no pressure. That's <laughs> a heck of an analogy. I don't Yeah, know. no, that that would have to agree. That makes definitely makes sense. You know what I was why why else? He has the exact same players. 
Yeah. And those guys were getting shit on, and now they're going toe to toe with a Washington team that's pretty decent. Yeah. And they won. They outright won. That was just impressive. But Emory Jones guy looks like a different player than I've ever seen him. So yeah, all around pretty impressive effort from that guy down there that I said was I think I said something about him being a Walt Disney coach or something, but he's he's <laughs> oh, yeah, I gotta see this guy. Ever since Trout and called I, him a Walt Disney coach, all he's been doing is covering, I think. All he's been doing is winning. Yeah, it's it's impressive. So uh covering, yeah, I guess. Uh they didn't hang with USC, but they kind of did, right? I live bet them in that game because the odds were like I don't know, four to one on the money line. And I was watching the first half going, I'm watching the same team playing itself. (laughs) They're scoring at will. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. They kind of hung with USC for a half, which maybe that's not saying much, but what'd you call him a cartoon? What'd you call him? Walt Disney. Oh, I think I referenced him as like, basically he's the coach in a Walt Disney movie, but the Walt Disney movie ends with the team, like losing a hundred to zero. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Somehow this, because he's like a local, he was like a local high school coach, but I, they might end up giving this guy the job if they keep playing this well. Yeah, that's Keep good. your eye on him. He might keep rattling like off that, wins. I didn't even look at his name. Sean Aguano. That's I've never heard that him. name in my life. Is this not him? I'm sure it is. I've just, I don't even remember saying that name when we called him Walt Disney. Tell me I got the wrong guy here. Yeah. No, I think that's him. Yep. Arkansas 17, Mississippi State 40. Mike Leach. Uh, that's all I got to say. Yep. I just want to say, keep your eye on this. Like, I don't know <laughs> what Mike Leach is dialing up, but there that's might good. be something there. That's I could good. Mississippi State may make a run. I literally could not disagree anymore. There is no one I have less faith in than that guy to win a big game. I can't believe they won this game. Did KJ Jefferson not play? He, he didn't play. He warmed up, but he didn't play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I actually, yeah, I think I sent out the text that he was playing because he warmed up or something. What's going on? How did the Trav's doctor's office do? Like two two for five? Not not great. I think we got Bryce Young out. I had Will Levis in. He was out. Why was Bryce Young in? uh, Why was he in uniform? Probably Uh, emergency. Well, when we saw him in the office, we said you could dress, but you can't play. Got it. Okay. How about uh, Gabriel? You had him in, correct? I had him in. Well, I went one, one for four this week in, oh. the, in the office. Well, no, I actually, I didn't clear him. The The Dolphins old neuropsychologist. Actually Unaffiliated neuro. Yeah. Cure. yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then Rod, and then he was warming up and Roger Goodell called and said he was not allowed to play. Oh, I thought Roger Goodell said he must play. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, 49 to nothing. Uh, I already said this, my dumbest bet of the weekend, possibly my dumbest bet of the season. I d- hand up again. This is lack of research. I did not know that Quinn Ewers was going to play. Had I known yeah. that information, I probably don't fire on that bet. But by the time I saw it, I was like, I'm not going to void the bet for the pot like i already placed it if it makes you feel better i was on the same side i yeah no i took it too since 2014 it's what basically one game has been more than touchdown i was like this game is historically close i don't really care who's playing quarterback on either side it'll come down to the end yeah and in in our defense we had no way of knowing that 
Venables was just going to say, hey, I'll just play like three kids that have never thrown a football in their life at quarterback today, and I'll just kind of rotate them around. Like, what were they doing? It says they ended with 39 yards of passing. They had 195 yards on offense. Texas had nearly 600. Wow. They had a total of 39 passing yards? Yes. And I watched like a good amount of the first half. It looked like they were just running like various wildcats and stuff. Like I was. Did, Mike, did Micah Bowen play? No. I don't think he played at all. I forgot that guy was on the team. So did I. I saw a tweet from him. I just assumed he must have played. Are you telling me he's like the fourth string guy? Out of the couple guys I saw playing quarterback, I don't remember seeing him. And I he was he's the stud recruit from Bishop Gorman, right? That was at Penn State. Yes, he's the Bishop Gorman guy. He is. Trav, five Oklahoma players threw a pass in this game, and he was not one of them. That almost requires a a tweet at him and just ask him what's going on or what's the thought (laughs) process here. Should we deduce he's seventh string? Yeah. Unless some of those guys throwing passes aren't quarterbacks, which is definitely possible because that's what it looked like to me. Like Some of them didn't even look like quarterbacks, and they were just playing quarterback. Stupid bet, but (laughs) I didn't know that that's what Oklahoma was going to scheme up for the week. (laughs) They liked what the scout team QB was doing, (laughs) and they were just like, has anyone thought about starting this guy? Does he have a jersey? <laughs> Does the bus fit an extra guy? Does the travel bus? Wait, is that the same guy that was at the walk-on tryout last week? <laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw Quinn yours play. He looks great. I mean, granted, I gonna... it's Oklahoma, so maybe anybody would look good. It's like playing on air, but the way he was standing back in the pocket, like, again, I hate to mention Sean Clifford, but Sean Clifford's played 50 games. I've never seen him stand in a pocket that comfortably. And this guy's played, what, two, three? One of those against Alabama, and he already looks like this? It's, yeah. It's a little scary. That's the question I was just going to ask you guys. Is are we, I know we don't like him because of the mullet, but... No, we, we do will. like him because we hated him at Ohio State. Oh, okay, yeah, but you came around. Now we love him. We love That mullet is awesome. Got it. He looks like the, a great kid. I like this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but he's I'm pretty sure he's he's good. He uh he yeah, might be he, the real deal, obviously. He looks so. legit. Yeah. Purdue knocks off Maryland thirty one to twenty nine. Uh one of the few games I had a good read on, actually. I kind of figured this is similar teams. Purdue was getting like three and three or three and a half points again. I think that's what it was. I didn't watch the game. It's probably two pretty similar teams. I don't think Purdue's bad. It sounds like that's Travis' pick to win the to win the West, perhaps. Yeah, it's hard to say. I guess I'd have to actually look at a schedule and see some of the other crossover stuff. But in general, I think they I think they look pretty good. Yeah, we had a missed meaningful extra point in this game too. So I don't know why someone didn't tell Maryland just to walk off the field. It was like a fourth quarter extra point. So put a fork in them. Uh, last game, UNC 27, Miami 24. Can we start to heat up Cristobal's seed at all, or are we going to wait? Are we going to give him like yeah, a season? Hey, he's one heck of a recruiter. Let him get his guys in there. 
Tyler Van Dyke bounces back too, 500 yards passing. I need an explanation on how he went from 80 yards, oops, 80 yards to 500 yards. I agree. I need an explanation on how there's a thousand yards of offense and there's only 51 points scored in this game. Must have just been driving down the field and then like getting stuffed on fourth downs. I'm not sure. Seems hard to throw for 500 yards and lose and only <laughs> score 24 points. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's the games, though. That's it. We already talked Iowa and Illinois. That's the last one I had here. So that's it. Notre Dame, BYU. Oh, Notre Dame, BYU. Yeah. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Quickly. I just had a note jotted down. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have thought of it. Did you guys see that? The, don't tell me. I know exactly what you're going to say. What are you going to say? He since, he what, conver- since he converted to Catholicism. Yeah. Yeah. 3-0 since he converted to Catholicism. And yeah. it looks like a completely different team. Like, no, they just do- look significantly do- better. Yeah, yeah, you nailed, yeah, you nailed it. That's why I had jotted down here that the playoff, cl- uh, the playoff committee claims to take everything into consideration. And I'm just saying, keep your eye on ND the first week of December. <laughs> what do we... Notre Dame lost to Ohio State and Marshall. And then they yes. went on to beat... Almost Cal. Uh, they played Cal tight. And he had converted to Catholicism before that game. And then they oh, beat yes. and then they beat someone reasonable last week, correct? North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, that's a decent win. No, I'm I'm no. worried. I'm worried. They look good. Yeah, we still need to talk maybe next week. Next week. Next, next week, week we talk yeah. we talk futures. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried for you about Notre Dame. I'm worried for us about Kentucky big time. Oh, I did have one last note too. I don't even I don't know anything about this game, but Ole Miss played who? Van? No, it was Vandy last week or this week? This week. This week. That was part of the teaser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I didn't see it. I heard Lane Kiffin did an intentional cover, like ran the boys down the field, hurry up, and like punched one in late to cover. Six, six minutes left in the game. I think I had four points to work with, and I think Ole Miss scored three more touchdowns in the last six minutes. Yeah, what what are we doing? Style points? I guess that's kind of the risk we take when we bet an under on Lane Kiffin. Like he could just decide to do that whenever. It doesn't matter though, because well, it does matter, but I didn't think it mattered because you you have the you have the Ole Miss stat. How many unders that they've hit in a row? It was like ten of twelve. Yeah, it was something outrageous. So yeah, it's dwindling quickly. So, all right. That I feel like that was a that was a long recap. That's all right. The picks. I didn't have a tremendous amount of upcoming big games. So, this is week seven, I believe. We get some Wednesday games. We get some Thursday, Friday action. A terrific Saturday slate. I'm personally trying to dial back the bets a little bit. I don't want to place thirty or forty bets again and then lose seventy five percent of them. So. Tried to pick my spots a little better here, but I I do have action at at least somewhere on a side or a total in all these big games. So we'll go through them. The Wednesday game, uh, nobody's going to care. Louisiana and Marshall. Marshall's a 10 or 11 point favorite. The total's around 47 and a half. Anybody watch a second of either of these teams play or are we about yeah, to see our first seconds? Watch- Tomorrow only night. watched a little bit of Marshall playing ND. Other than that, don't know much about either team. Yeah, and the quarterback for 
Virginia Tech is Marshall's old quarterback, Grant Wells, who's terrible. Yep, yep. Makes me wonder what Marshall's working with for their replacement. <laughs> I looked him up. I don't love the way he looks. Just appearance or film? Mostly appearance, but there's also not a lot of film on him. He's only throwing like 20 passes a game. So they're not throwing the ball a ton. I think, and that's where I'm going with my bet. I think this is a run fest. Unders are seven and seven uh, for 10 for these two teams combined on the season. I took an under 47 and a half. Would have loved this number above like the seven TD mark, 49, but. I will take the under 47 and a half and root for no points. I'll root for that quarterback to uh, to play poorly. Mr. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll have to send you a picture of this guy. I think the <laughs> under is safe in this game. Any any uh, plays? No, I don't hate that one. Yeah, I'm not. I have no for, strong. Just strong for uh, transparency purposes, if you guys are like home, and a Wednesday game is on, you're throwing like five or ten bucks on the game, correct? On something live? Or will you just watch a game of Louisiana and Marshall? I'm not going to lie to you. So they did that Wednesday game last week and just felt like one of those like COVID games they'd throw on like a random, like a makeup. I just, it felt too sketchy for me to bet. So I actually sat there and just watched it. And then it got ugly and I was like, all right, this is stupid. <laughs> all right. Thursday's game is good. Uh, 7 p.m. Baylor at West Virginia. This line, I had it down at three and a half in favor of Baylor, and the total's 54 and a half. Any plays on Baylor and West Virginia? Is anyone else surprised to see the line that tight? Me. I have a, yeah, I have a lean in this game. I actually ended up taking it off the docket, but you could probably talk me into putting it back on the docket. Uh, if you guys want to go ahead and start, if you guys both have hot takes. Griff, you like Baylor? Yeah, I'm on Baylor minus three and a half. I've watched enough of uh, JT Daniels in West Virginia. They've let me down a couple times now. They are they're not very good. Yeah. Um it's maybe, pretty good boring. Maybe an underplay makes sense too, because Yeah, what'd you say was that? Fifty says fifty four and a half. Sounds kinda <laughs> high. I don't know. You don't, don't know what you're that. gonna get with West Virginia, I guess, because that's like you said, yeah. the offense has been pretty boring the last few games. I feel like I took Baylor, I moved it to minus three exactly. It's probably like minus one twenty. Um yeah, Baylor won this game by 25 points last year. I think there's a transitive property thing going on here. So West Virginia played Texas. The game was not close. Uh, Baylor played Oklahoma State. That game was close. I think Oklahoma State and Texas, probably kind of similar. Yeah. These two teams play each other. I think I know which one's better. It's Baylor. Yep. Yeah, the home the game the game being in Morgantown was why I took it off the off the docket. Something about that just makes me nervous that inexplicably West Virginia shows up and wins this game. Yeah, I don't love the idea of like drunken West Virginia fans at a seventh whatever seven thirty kick on Thursday night. That that is a little scary. <laughs> Thursday night party boys. Thursday night party boys, literally. Yeah, Friday. Uh, not a great game. Navy and SMU. Oh, I have this somewhere in here. Uh, SMU is 12.5 point favorite. The total is 57.5. I have 56.5, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, whatever you can find out there. Uh, I took a side. Didn't love it, but I'm kind of mad at what SMU did to me against UCF. That was, 
that was alarming to me to just get blown out of the water like that in the second half. I can't imagine they're carrying a lot of confidence after that. Uh, oh, okay. I did find something on this game. So Navy is coming off a win at Tulsa where they ran for 500 yards and they put up 53 points. So obviously you're checking the box score. How did that happen? They yeah. just ran the hell out of the ball. SMU is one of the worst teams in the country against the run. Oh boy. Navy could potentially keep this close. I actually put a little money line sprinkle on Navy. Oh, Navy's pretty bad. <laughs> I so know, but if, if they can hand the ball off 60 times and run yeah. for 400 yards, I think this could be close because now I, I literally had the, uh, I was on the under just principal Navy and I know SMU is not that good, but what you just said, I am petrified. I kind of liked, I kind of liked the under Griff yes. as well. That was what my gut said when it's you were talking Navy. about it. I don't think you can just blindly say it's Navy under. I know what you're saying, but my throw last week out of the equation. I think you can. And SMU is coming off what a 14 point performance. So yeah, I think I, yeah. I think I'm with the under. Uh, 57. All right. Into Saturday. Let's start with the big one, boys. Number 10, Penn State at number five, Michigan. I think the line's been moving. When I took the screenshot, it said six and a half. Total was 52. I think Travi was the first person to put a bet on this game. So you get the honors, Trav. Yeah. I saw it was at, well, Griff texted us and said it was available. At plus eight. No, I said ten. Oh yeah, you did. And it was uh, only a picture, and then I never. I think it. Okay, I never found it at ten anywhere. I found it at eight, which I was pretty excited about because I thought this would be. I thought there was a chance it would be four points, but <laughs> it ended up being ended up being seven. So you know, I did get the hook there. Technically, a full point. So I'm in on Penn State. I don't feel great about it. I think they. Sh- I think they should keep this within a TD, but. We watched them get their shit stomped there in 16. 16 and 18. And the 18 team was much, probably better than the team we have now. Uh, may, well, actually, relatively probably comparable. So it probably helps that it's not a night game. It's a noon kick. It's a maze out. That doesn't mean shit. So yeah, I don't think Michigan is dominant by any means. They beat Maryland by a touchdown. Do you, they be, they, do you think there's a world where we wake up and Blake Corum has ran for like seven yards a carry 30 times? Is there any chance that so. happens? I think so. Do you? Yeah, I'm worried about that for sure. Like they just do what they did to Ohio State last year and just try and stop us. We're going to run for five or six at a time. I'm gonna re I'm gonna reassure myself that we have that goddamn handsome devil running the defense, and I think we're gonna be just fine. I no, think that man knows how to dial a D. Yep, dial a D. Ends, he is good. Will he be skipping with a big grin on his face over under two and a half times in this game? Jumping his hair up and down. Per- his, his hair is perfect. He's just high fiving everybody. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> his headset's a mess. It's just ripping it <laughs> off his head, putting it back on. <laughs> the hair's still perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um hopefully he knows that hopefully he can dial a D for this game. Um I'm really hoping it's close because I I'm so ex- I'm so excited for the game. Um I I don't love Penn State to win. That being said, I'm literally just 
hoping they keep this within a TD to keep me interested and, <laughs> you know, maybe get a little bit of dough off of it. But realistically, I think I'd be a little bit surprised if I woke up Sunday and like Penn State won comfortably, like by a touchdown or something like that. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, that would be a shock, but you never know. No doubt. Uh, I took the seven and a half as well. A couple of units. Throw a little action on the money line plus two fifty. I Why love not? that. Okay, I'm yeah, with, I don't, I'm with I you. Don't I don't feel it, great about them winning this game, but I think Michigan's a little bit of a mystery box themselves, just like Penn State is. I'm with neither you. of them have a yeah. resume. I'm with you. I keep reassuring myself with that. Neither of them have a resume. You can't just say that Michigan is legit because they made the playoff last year. I think that's one thing we've learned year after year is what you did last year really doesn't matter unless you're Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State, I guess. But yeah. with the exception of those guys, I mean, we watched a shittier Penn State team should have beat Michigan last year. Yeah, the game at home. I was at that game. Griff was there too. It was Yeah. So, you know, I guess, yeah, going back to do I think they can hang with them? Do they think I can win? Do I think they can win? Yeah, but I guess the you know the the McCarthy guys, the X factor, and I'd be lying if I said that I've watched a whole lot of them. I could give you a you know a great evaluation. That being said, I think anybody's lying if they say they can give you a full evaluation of that guy. You know, correct? Him, yeah, I, him and we know up. we kind of know what Sean yeah. Clifford looks like under pressure. Like, yeah. What does he look like under pressure? I'd be surprised if it's not similar. Like, is he going to look comfortable back there when they're just our insane pass rush is blitzing like crazy? I don't know. It's hard for me to imagine he's going to look like calm and poised back there. Yeah, I'm with you. And that's what makes me feel a little bit better about it. So I just keep, I just keep thinking about that. Actually, whenever I think things could go badly, I'm like, maybe this McCarthy guy could play bad. Maybe they stack the box, make this guy try, make the McCarthy guy try and beat him. And if he does, he does. But please do not let Blake Corum run for 30 carries for seven yards a pop. Please, please. don't no. let that six foot eight tight end schooner catch like pop passes all day and score three touchdowns. Like if if we get a Travis Kelsey situation with that guy, I'll turn the game off. I, I, <laughs> I can't watch him stand up and signal first downs the whole game and stuff like that. Cannot do <laughs> it. Uh, Griff, any last words? Are you in on this game as well? Yeah, I'm. Well, I, I have six and a half here, but whatever you said it was, I'm on I'm on Penn State. Considered the money line sprinkle, but no. Do I think they can win? Absolutely. Hopefully uh, the two freshmen. Well, what's his name? I guess Singleton's due to have a good game. It's been K-Tron yeah. out lately, so yeah. hopefully Singleton can, can just – I know they get mad when he tries taking it around the, the edge every time if it doesn't work, but hopefully he can just – I don't know, the kid's fast. Man. I got a hopefully. feeling that might not work against Michigan, but – yeah. <laughs> Every time, every time we joke about that, he continues to have success with it too. I don't know. And no. let's hope Katron stays out of trouble. Might need him. Yeah, in the first clearly time. suspended. I haven't heard anything. Why? Yeah. With your seven points on Illinois, and the total is thirty-eight. <laughs> Travi said he liked the total. I'll tell you right now, Trav. I took that total under thirty-eight. I was okay. kind. I was kind of surprised it was more than the five touchdowns. It's moving up. It is 39 and a half right now. No kid. I might have to get back in for another unit. Yeah. 39 and a half on DraftKings. And surprisingly, it's almost even money too. Minus 105. Did so anybody I, happen to recall me reading off the top three defenses in the country by chance? <laughs> yeah. These two oh, are in there. Also, 
Jake, if you have it handy, you could pull up time of possession. But I know as of a couple weeks ago, Minnesota was number one in time of possession too. So they're just bleeding that clock and not allowing the other team to score. I don't know what else you want to hear. And Illinois probably will not pass the ball very much. They like can't, they can't they trust can't, that guy to throw. That guy will throw a pick every yeah. time. <laughs> we do have to worry about him turning the ball over in like terrible field position, which yeah, gives up true. points and stuff. That but. Is- Let's just hope they just run the ball. Uh, Brett Bielma, dial up 80 run plays for us. And then if I was on a side, I still would be tempted to take Illinois plus seven because maybe by some miracle you get the DeVito guy. Like they just roll him out there day of and they clear him or something. But I don't know that he's officially been ruled out. I think it's just doubtful at this point. Uh, Any other action there? Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and take. I'm, I'm taking uh, Minnesota. Would you? I have six and a half here written down. Yeah, you can get six and a half today, even. Yep, I will be taking. I'm on Minnesota, based off solely uh, Art Sitkowski. Dealing with the devil, Griff. PJ no. Fleck. Yeah, listen, I don't like him either, but money's just, green. That's right. Travi, stay away. Lean under. No, I just got in on the under. I like that too much. <laughs> he's he's dialing up on his phone. <laughs> he's podcasting. He's betting. All right, three thirty, Alabama at Tennessee. First off, kind of disappointed to see game day at Tennessee twice in three weeks. But I guess what are you gonna do? Gigantic matchup. Spreads big, seven and a half. Totals big too, sixty-five and a half. So let's just go to Trav. What's the doctor's report? Because if I'm seeing a seven and a half point spread, I don't think we're watching uh, anyone Milrow. but Bryce Young. So you're you're insinuating that you think if Jalen Milrow was presumed to start in this game, you think it would be closer tighter. than a touch? Tighter, yeah. On the road. Okay. Jeez. I, I don't know why, but I guess I was the opposite with that. I My thought was they're assuming Jalen Milrow is going to play. That's why it's a touchdown. Wow. Um, my gut says, my gut says, um, this is just like trying to translate through stuff, but I feel like by Saban saying he wants him to play, I genuinely think that I feel like Nick Saban is relatively straightforward and I think there is a chance he plays. I, I think he probably does play. I guess the other question you have to ask yourself is, does he play well? I think Alabama can do more stuff than, you know, have Bryce Young have to win the game by himself. I guess it could come down to that. He's pretty good, obviously. So I guess if I, I I'm not touching this game just because just because of that massive variable there. Um, if I had to lean, I would take Bama to cover. I agree with Travi exactly. I have it written down that I was I was gonna take uh, Bama, but like you said, it comes down to Bryce's plan. Well, I think it does anyway. I, I'm strained, but like Mitch said, if there was a lean, I'd just take Bama. I know Head and Hooker in Tennessee is amazing; they're good, but nah, they're they're due to get they're due to get wrecked by yeah. some <laughs> legitimate. Yes, yeah, uh, we're all kind of on the same page, and we're all a little too cowardly to take or to lay that many points. So I actually took the money line to try and win one unit. But Alabama minus two eighty. I just don't think I wake up yeah. and Tennessee wins. Yeah, that's and what I I'm at. And I think too. there's a chance I wake up and I say, wow, I can't believe we all thought 
Tennessee could hang with Alabama and the score will look just like Alabama and Arkansas or something like that. Like they'll just win by 20, 25 points. Also, what time is this game? Uh, 3.30 CBS. Oh, and then uh, just one stat for you. This series, Tennessee has not won this game since Griff was eight years old. So, again, I would be stunned if I woke up and Tennessee won this game. Does that mean they're due or does that mean it's not going to (laughs) happen? That means they lose every year. I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, no. I guess if there was ever a year, it would be this year. Right. We've done this before with Tennessee a few times. Kind of don't believe it till you see it. All right, another great game at 3.30. Oklahoma State and TCU. I already know where Trav's going with this. He already alluded to it. he already said it. (laughs) Trav, he must like the Horn Frogs. Three points or so? No, didn't he say you're fading him? Correct. Oh. I'm fading him. Fading him. I, I I think I think the Spencer Sanders guy looks like he's kind of in a league in his own at times. I kind of wish I would have gotten on him to win a Heisman to win the Heisman because I legitimately think that he could do it. I was watching him just casually keep them in that game this past weekend and then still cover. Like they say, great teams cover. I don't even really have justification for this game other than. I just watched a full game of Oklahoma State and TCU. Watching TCU look somewhat average at times against Kansas, I think Oklahoma State wins this outright. Past performance does not is not indicative of future results, whatever the disclaimer is, right? We already said last year doesn't really matter. That being said, Oklahoma State won this game 63-17 to last year. Oklahoma State has covered seven in a row against the spread on the road. I'm taking Oklahoma State plus three and a half. I love the fact that there's a hook there, too. That seems too good to be true. Possible sucker bet, but I'm in on uh, the mullet as well. Griffin, can we go three for three? Uh, Unfortunately, no. I'm on the frogs. (laughs) Three and a half? Three and a half, yep. Yep. Now, I think the frogs are... I think they're legit. What's his name? Max Duggan. Little Red Man. Little Red Man. Little Red Man. He's good. Dude, yeah. <laughs> he is damn good. And he's, I'm not being sarcastic at all. He is fast. That guy is fast as hell. Yeah. Like <laughs> him in the Red. open field is stunning to watch. It's like, where has that been the last few years? During the game, they said he had 4-4 four, four speed. He sure looks like it when he's running around in pads. He looks like maybe the fastest guy on the field at times. It's crazy. Also, what's the stud receiver they have? There's what's three of. Name? There's like three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of whichever hate one that. caught that yeah. like bubble and then ran down the left side and stayed in bounds against Kansas. That was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. The guy that technically didn't catch it in the back right of the end zone. That might have been the same guy. I'm, I think I'm thinking of this Quentin Johnson guy. Yeah. Yes, that guy. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had 14 grabs for 206 yards. That's yeah, that's decent. Decent day's work there. Man, Griff, I would love that a lot more if you got like a three though. Yeah, it's the hook there kind of might screw me, but no, nah, actually, not even worried. The more I think about it, not worried. Courage. 
All right, the last 3.30 game I have written down, NC State at Syracuse. Syracuse is actually favored by 3.5, and, and the total is at 44. Uh, the reason for both of those things, I think, is because of Devin Leary. Right. i got to assume he's out. Again, I don't know what's going on. Uh, does anyone have a feel for this game? This is probably the weirdest game of the day. Yeah, no, I honestly do not. I actually have a uh, forecast of a Sean T- Tucker tweet from Sunday. <laughs> uh, if you guys want me to read it here, I actually can see the future, and this is actually what his tweet's going to Be- say. Before you say this, what position? Is he a running back? Yeah, he's a running back. This is from his Twitter feed, so I'm just reading it. Saturday, we played a close game. Not very many points were scored. I'm not pleased with the outcome of the game because of this. NC State's quarterback threw shitty pass after shitty pass. <laughs> However, their defense was stout. I'm still working hard despite my performance. The grind never stops. I rushed for 58 yards and had one reception for six yards. <laughs> you should have taken the under 44 and a half. <laughs> no. All right. I don't know. If- he didn't say any of those words, right? You had me going in the first half. When you said <laughs> shitty, I was like, I can't believe he wrote that. Uh, I was picturing asterisks, and then you yeah, kept sorry, going. That, and I was that like, was just a sorry. That was just a for, That was just a forecast. Yeah, I that's I put any words in the poor man's mouth. But I was just I was just predicting his his tweet from Sunday. That's okay. what it's gonna say. Yeah. So the under forty four and a half is the play there. Sorry for the sorry for the dramatic the the dramatics there. I love that personally. I'm on the yeah, under yeah, 44. Like as, I'm on the under 44 as well. Uh, yeah, if NC State's not going to pass the ball, I don't understand how there's going to be 44 and a half points scored in this game. Yep, had the same thing written down. Barring, barring five turnovers with multiple pick sixes. Yeah, I mean they clearly don't trust whoever that is to throw a pass, so should be fine. And my, the scouting report I got from Big Germ on uh, Schrader. Was that he looks at his first read and then he's he's too quick to pull the sack out and take off. <laughs> so I don't know how that plays into the under, but it sounds like a lot of like four yards and a cloud of dust. <laughs> uh, Griff, if you're going to go anywhere, I think that's the play. Yep. Um, I had written down I was going to take NC State four and a half, but that also led me to asking you guys if Devin Leary's playing, and obviously he's not. No, he was in a sling. That guy's got to be pretty messed up. Yeah. So, no, I'm just getting in with you guys. I love that play. Also, you yeah. heard it here first. We decided he sucks anyway, right? Griff, you said that. and then yeah, Actually, I did say it. But and then the forecast, the forecast was he threw shitty pass after shitty pass. No, no, that's the backup. Oh, the sorry. Backup. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the night games. Clemson at Florida State. Oh God, I'm already laughing because this is my heaviest play of the day. This <laughs> this might be the death of me. <laughs> I can tell by the the way Griff was rubbing his hands together that he is on this as well. I'm genuinely confused. What piece of information are we missing? Is this spread as a field goal? Three yep. and a half. Three and a half is what I have. And the total is fifty one. What? Holy cow! It actually moved. It was four. Uh, it actually moved a little bit. S- something must have happened. Like someone's hurt. I mean, as or, long as uh... or suspended. 
Is DJ playing? Her dad. <laughs> it's in. Uh, I think they probably like that. It's in. Uh, what's it called? Dope Campbell. That's. It's in Florida State at night. They probably love that. As That's, our good friend Bud Elliott calls it, tally. Is tally. this game in tally? Oh my gosh! Yeah, tally. Sometimes you just have to keep these simple, boys. So here's what I wrote down. A team that wins 10 plus games every year is playing a team that hasn't had a winning record since 2017 when they went seven and six and Jimbo Fisher was fired. The team with 10 plus wins every year is laying a field goal. They're going to win. Unless they somehow win by one or two points, I think this bet cashes. (laughs) Yeah. Which means they'll win by one or two points. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you, Jake. I have the exact same thing jotted down. I well, I prefaced it with I'm six weeks late on this, but Clemson must be pretty legitimate. <laughs> and why is Florida State why is Florida State getting all this credit? Because they beat LSU in week one. Yes. Did they beat someone else? Louisville. Louisville sucks. We found out. That guy with the hose came in and won that game. He's not playing. <laughs> they were losing until he came in. I just feel like I'm missing something for for that game to be a field goal spread. It feels like a sucker bet, but I don't know why it is. Don't overthink it. They did beat yeah, the hell gonna... out of Duquesne and BC. So can you can you wake up on Sunday morning and and be okay with this bet if it loses one hundred percent? That's a hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. I actually and I did take I went heavy on a minus three and I went heavy on a money line minus minus one eighty, which I feel like I should just go in like quadruple heavy on that money line. They just don't lose this game, but right. I kind of have some insurance on the money line. God forbid they get backdoored and win by two or something. Um, the past five times these teams have played Clemson has won by 107 points, which is three TDs a game on average. Oh my Lord. So again, I don't know how many different ways to say this. I think Clemson can sleepwalk through this game and win by 10. It's like the <laughs> Tennessee thing that Trav talked about last week. It's Tennessee and LSU. The spread is closer than it should be advertised. We've at. we've both laid eyes on these teams multiple times. We could tell who's better. We can tell how much they're better, and it's not three and a half points. <laughs> yes. So don't overthink that one. Yep. Okay, a game with some implications for me and Trav. Mississippi State at Kentucky. That's another night game, 7.30. Mississippi State, pretty big favorite. Seven points, total 46.5. Looking at the schedule, Trav, if Kentucky's going to cash our win total over, they need to start finding some wins. This is kind of one of those games that's it's not a must win, but uh, we're in a, we're seeing some caution signs. It'd be really nice to take this one. Yeah, Personally, I, feel, I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about it either, so I, I didn't touch it. Uh, I actually took an under. I don't really have... It feels um, kind of stupid to take an under in a Mike Leach game. I might just flip that. I have overwritten down. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, I might just flip it. I'll go over. Seven TDs, 46 and a half. I think your thought process was probably Kentucky's defense is, is good and they're not going to score any points, basically. That, yeah, right? I was worried about... The Will Levis thing, I don't know. Again, don't know if he's playing. I think Kentucky yeah. has to try and hold on to the ball. 
and like try and make this game muddy. But then again, I don't want to bet that situation in a Mike Leach game. I'm going to flip going over Kentucky, uh, Kentucky at home. If I could get a touchdown for Kentucky, I would strongly think about it. I bet you by Saturday, by the time Saturday rolls around, you can quote me on this. I bet you Kentucky is getting a whole touchdown to work with. And I think I might jump in a whole touchdown to work. I think they already are. Yeah. I have, I had minus seven yesterday or seven yesterday. Oh, wow. You're telling me it's moving the opposite way because I got it at six and a half here. Oh, it's moving. Yeah, it's moving uh, the wrong direction for you. It was seven. Oh, I had it moving. I had it moving the other way because they did have a action does have an initial line written down here. It must maybe it was from months ago. It's minus one and a half. Yeah, I see that. That must be a Will Levis thing. Did they already rule him out? I don't know. I. I have a bad feeling that that man must be significantly injured if he did not play last weekend. So the win total is going to crash and burn. Yes. I, I, we can talk about it next weekend, but I'm very worried about that. We'll have a better idea after this weekend, I guess. But, That's yeah. true. And again, if Mississippi State wins another conference game here, I feel like we got to start taking them seriously, man. I know you said Mike Leach can't win the big games, but I don't know. Okay, a couple left. 8 p.m., uh, huge Pac-12 action. USC traveling to Utah, trying to get a current spread here. Three and a half Utah's favored by. Uh, total should be like 63. Cuss, yep. any plays? This, one, this is one of my favorite plays. I'm, uh, I agree with Mitch. I think USC's legit. I'm, just gonna, I'm taking USC plus three and a half. I'm on that as well. I actually took a plus three. Must have got in at the wrong time. Oh, man. This worked out too perfectly. So I have jotted down here. Call me a circle because USC plus three and a half is going to be the most square bet of the weekend. I absolutely love Utah at home in prime time in this game. Ooh. Wait, who said that? Or you're saying that? Travi's off USC. Wow. Just for this weekend, I think I think Utah's still legit. I think this is... I think this is a game they win. Do you have a playoff or like a conference no. feature on USC? No. No. Or else I probably wouldn't be doing this. But Okay, I thought you told me. I, I thought you had actual like money at stake for them to be good. I guess not. You must have felt feel, good about it but didn't place I feel it like back. I, do as, I feel like I do as well, but I I don't know where it would be. Too many too I, many futures flying around. I think it I think it's just the Caleb Williams Heisman. So clearly I need them to be in a playoff, basically. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Um, I think they can lose this game and be fine. I think they can win out. They'll probably play Utah again. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I said this last week, but my brain still can't fathom USC like running the entire table. I do think they have, to, they have to lose once or I'm possibly twice. I'm with you. And you look at the schedule, and this one, this one stands out. Yeah, so I'm light on this, just a unit, USC plus three, but I'll take the square. I'll take the cheese. Yeah. We ride together, Cuss. Yep, I like it. Oh, and I I actually made a note. I think I looked just to check the trends here, and then I made a note. This is a don't pay attention to the trends game because the trends looked very bad for us, Griff. Oh, God. Do we, do I want to hear this? I, I didn't write them down. I just know that USC, <laughs> like, against the spread in conference, and especially on the road, is just terrible. So. Oh, good. And I think Utah's the I think Utah at home is is a big deal, like Trav said. 
Oh, and I used to live one mile from the Utah Stadium, too, so I'm a little bit biased. So that's where I had that nice roommate. <laughs> My favorite roommate of all time? Yeah, yeah. We'll save that story for another time. Yeah, I was going to say, we probably don't want to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty, anyone? Or Well, it is, <laughs> it is 4 a.m. Time, time to get the Call of Duty. Fire Blast up. Blast some music. Call my friends back home. <laughs> what in the world? We'll tell you about that off air. Uh, last game has to be on this on the slate. Eleven fifty nine kick. You know what that yep. means? It's a midnight kick. Nevada, Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii's getting. I guess Hawaii's getting six points. I legitimately have. I couldn't even guess at what the total is. It has to be effing low. It's 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. You can get a 49 and a half. I kind of want to. You can't take it under in the midnight slot, can you? <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to win some money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nevada's offense is so bad. Yeah. Boy, I, I can go first here. I have some intel. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I love that you said that. I was literally just sitting here. I was about to ask you guys has anyone ever claimed to have like a sharp bet on this game? Has anyone came out and said, like, I have a play (laughs) that gets paid to do this for a living? Because if you have a read on these two teams, I think you're the only guy in the world. Okay. We I've laid eyes on Nevada multiple times. I don't think they're good. Hawaii has honestly looked like the worst FBS team maybe in the history of time until this past weekend. Oh my god. I caught I caught the second half and they looked they looked good. They moved the ball down the field pretty much how they wanted to against San Diego State. And me and you have got in on a lot of Hawaii San Diego State games over the years and they historically get their shit wrecked. I did see that score. They lost 16 to 14. They lost on a they lost on a field goal at the end of the game and I had Hawaii wins queued to text you guys, and I stayed up and watched that till about one a.m. or whatever. And oh, Hawaii! They, they had it. Wins. They had it. Yeah. Late in the night, everybody at the table is all in. Tate. They're gonna take Step their shot up. here. Five seconds. He Tate. can go. He on can go. Road. He Tate. can do this. He's it's gonna have to Tate. Win. And they actually kicked the. I think he kicked the field goal and missed it. And then I think he kicked it again and made it. Um, wow. So they actually had that game won. They looked pretty good. They gave the offensive play calls du- uh, duties over to Timmy Chang, and I- I'm going to take. I'm going to take them to win. Uh, okay. Money line. Yeah, I don't need four points. <laughs> uh, plus one eighty. Plus one ninety. I think Nevada needs four points. It's four? No, it's bigger than that. I grabbed Hawaii plus six. Oh, that's great. It was wow. four. It was four when I looked at it. I was Yeah, I was you can get the money line. I you're taking the money line nearly two to one. I kind of want to sprinkle that as well. Yeah, one ninety two on Caesars. That's pretty hard to beat. Yeah, one ninety pretty much everywhere else. So is there any chance Timmy Chang was actually playing last week? I don't understand how the offense yeah. could be sparked. 
the wildest thing is that it's that same QB too. I think his name is Shager, Bryn Schrager or something. And he just looked good. Looked like a new guy. Even the announcer said this this guy, he looks like he looks like a new player this week. I'd love that you're gonna talk me into Hawaii. Griff, you wanna get in on Hawaii? I guess so, yeah, because I didn't have much of a play here. So bet you talked me into it. Man, if there's a weekend I can actually stay up till like three thirty and watch the game, I think it's this one too. I might be able to do it. Yeah, I might I'm have looking. three, three or four units on this by the time all is said and done. Especially if I'm chasing late. Why? What do you got going on next weekend? Nothing major, right? No, I could, I could do it next weekend too. I just don't think yeah. they kick at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wide open. All right, let's ride the Rainbow Warriors. I think I do think that's a play. Nobody in their right mind is picking Nevada right now to cover a spread. I mean, I stayed up last Friday and watched it. Heartbreaker. I, it was my fourth leg of the parlay. I was three for three. And I took the Nevada money line, I think, and they just couldn't come through. They blew it at the end. Yeah, I think I had a minus three. I was like, nobody could lose to Colorado State. Well, apparently Nevada yeah. can. Yeah, that's, I mean, Colorado State is seriously so bad. That was, the, that was the old coach, too, right? The Oh, the old coach of Nevada is coaching Colorado State? I, I actually... Believe- I feel like isn't I know it, that guy's name too. Jay Norvell, isn't it? Yeah, that might be it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the Florida State coaches. Any relation? That's his grandpa. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, yeah, considering they're different colors, I don't think so. Oh, really? I guess I've never seen. Wait a minute. All right, let's rule that out. I guess he's not. They're not related. This assumed could have fooled me, Griff. Both coaching, same name. Okay, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of. He looks like Travis Die. <laughs> yeah. He does have the stash. Herm Edwards, like 20 years ago? <laughs> Maybe. I think this is my favorite picture of a human <laughs> of all time. I'm going to text it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's awesome. All right. So let's go through uh, any additional plays on top of the big games that we all have. Cost Trav, anyone want to do the honors? Anyone have plays queued up? Go ahead, Griff. You're the guest. Uh, Mitch, I wanted to ask you this. If you're on your rice over again. I am. I'm on the rice over, and I finally... Yeah, gonna... 55 and a half. I finally, I, have... I finally looked it up, boys. It's 14 yep. of the past 17, including 5 and 0 this year. Yep, that's a play. I got 55 yep. and a half. No further clarification required on that one, Griff. I'm good. That's a play. So every week I look at the biggest spread... And I always just hop on the team to catch some points. So this week it's uh, looks like it's Vandy and Georgia. Vandy thirty-eight and a half. I'm just gonna go ahead and take Vandy plus thirty-eight. Oh and my half. god! I like I that hook. Love the pick anymore? God, I love the reasoning. I loved everything about that. I like that hook on the thirty-eight too. Yep. Um, got a over under in seven in the seventies here. Arizona Washington seventy-two and a half. Principal play under. Adding that. I don't know if you, and then. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen FIU. They might be as bad as Hawaii. Yeah, they're bad. Uh, I got UTSA minus 31 and a half. I sound sketchy, but... <gasps> no, Griff. Griff, it went through my head, buddy. I'm, oh, man. I'd like to see it get to like... I wish it was like 28 or something. 31 and a half seems yeah, like... Yeah, it seems too much for UTSA, but UTSA is not bad, but... Actually, Griff, I actually was rationalizing that too, and I'm like, okay, UTSA is going to score 50, I don't yeah. think FIU is going to score more than three 18. points. Yeah, yeah, I might. I, that one, I'm going to keep. I might do an exhibition play for that one too, Griff. Yeah, and then the only other one I 
considered was uh, ND Stanford. I think we said it earlier. Notre Dame is playing a bazillion times better. And Stanford, as far as I'm aware, they're not very good, right? Suck. Yeah, so I'm just going to take the – God, it's 15.5. Or the over-under was 52.5. But can Stanford score? Yeah, because they're down by six TDs at the end, and then they score like two or three in garbage time. Garbage time? So it's 52.5. Actually, I lied. I'm not touching that game. I'm out. I'm out. It's 15 and a half. I had 15 and a half. <laughs> yeah, if that, if that spread was like 13 – then you're yeah, on ND. Today. I'm yeah. out. Fuck myself out of it. And then uh, I think that might do it, girls. Yeah, so yeah, just, like- just four or five extras there. I, I'm yep. in the same boat. I'll be looking to add. So why don't you go ahead, Trav? Okay. Um, I have Oregon State minus three against Washington State. Oregon State coming off an absolutely thrilling game last weekend uh, without Chance Nolan. I'm. Um, Guessing they're going to get them back this week. I think their defense is good. You touched on that before, Jake. I think that they come back, and um, I think that this is. I just feel like this is a completely different team when they're playing in Corvallis, Oregon. They just seem to be, uh, you just hit a different gear, so to speak. Three points is just not enough uh, for Washington State to work with here. I like Oregon State by a touchdown. Yeah, no, Mitch. I love that play too. I'm I'm big in on the uh, Beavers this year. Yeah, they're good. Uh, even though I ruled them out before they played this year, I um, yeah, he yeah. really threw us off the yeah. scent on that Griff because I, I remember you saying that too about that. Yeah, you actually, it was more of a motion. I gave Jake the thumbs down on him. Uh, I also <laughs> am a complete sucker, <laughs> even though I'm a circle. I think actually, I don't know if this is square or not. I still don't like Kansas. I think saying that Oklahoma is trash is not fair. I just. I think we're getting some extra points to work with here because Oklahoma got their ass kicked at a neutral site rivalry game with their backup quarterback. I think Dylan Gabriel plays. I think Oklahoma beats Kansas by more than a touchdown. Yeah, I agree, but I'm still trying to decide if Oklahoma's dead to me or not. The Dylan Gabriel I, factor. I can't rule them out. They they played with Kansas State. They do have some other like games, like quality games, I feel like, where I can like kind of rationalize it so defense defense i just so bad i think they're i think they're just going to be coming in with so much ammo with all the shit they caught this week so um i have jmu minus 10 points uh this is another trend i'm not ready to give up they're now number 25 in the country just remember who you heard (laughs) yeah this is you heard it from first this is kind of (laughs) awesome i just want to give you more credit here again on the jmu bets all year that's that's been incredible i feel like you're the only one betting on them but they must be Five or six and zero against the spread. They're covering every week, and they're now ranked. So, yeah, yeah. And even last week, there were ten points, and they won by three touchdowns. I still don't think that. I still don't think that the, um, you know, the the guys in Las Vegas have got this figured out yet. So I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So it's minus ten this week. I didn't even write down who they played. I don't care. Um, and then that's it for college for me, Jake. I oh yeah, you guys talked me into the Illinois Minnesota under thirty nine and a half. And a half, Dad. Uh, yeah, I did throw that one on the card as well. So, yeah, other than that, that's it. Uh, I think we talked about all the other ones I had. I had a lot of ranked games this week for a first. Okay. So. My other games, uh, Miami minus 6.5. I actually hate to do this. Them losing that game with, like, 500 passing yards. Now playing Virginia Tech. I think Virginia Tech is real bad. I think Miami can win by a touchdown. Rice over. already had that as well. Arkansas, BYU, 
I've actually sworn off BYU for the year. That was the second or third offense this past week. So I'll take some Arkansas money line minus 125. <laughs> and Wisconsin, Michigan State. I'm taking Wisconsin minus seven. I think there's a legitimate chance Michigan State could go like three and nine this year. I was looking at the schedule. That that team is playing very badly. Wisconsin seems inspired. This interim coach thing is weird. I think they can cover a touchdown as well. Yeah, that's it. And then I'm adding that under 70 game Griff told me about, which I think was a Washington game. Well, Washington, Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And That'd be something okay. if Washington lost to both Arizona State schools back to back. It's wow. probably a pretty big spread, though. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'll be laying off NFL and again, unless Trav talks me into something with one of these picks. But no. what do you I got? got them all. I got them. I got them. Well, the two picks I played last week, I got them both right, Jake. So I should have talked you into it. My apologies yeah. on that. Uh, geez, let's just let's just say this for the whatever seventh consecutive week now. I feel like I care less and less about NFL every week we get into this. Um, so I have. Uh, Colts minus 120 money line. They lost to the Texans, the Jet, or the, they're playing the Jaguars. The Jaguars lost to the Texans last week. I watched the Colts beat the Chiefs at home a few weeks ago. Uh, additionally, I have jotted down here the Colts have hit 10 straight unders. Uh, so, contemplating an exhibition play here on the under as well. I don't know what it is, 40 or so. Um, Baltimore minus five and a half against the Giants. I cannot take that seriously. I cannot believe that's the spread. I'm betting that. Half. I'm betting that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other one I got in on, this was pre-Matt Rule firing and Baker Mayfield not playing. I got the Rams at minus nine versus the Panthers. This is the absolute perfect opponent for Sean McVay to finally kick the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Those are the three I have. Okay. I'll add Ravens. I might do a couple units on that just to get the NFL juices flowing again. Yeah. So I got that at five and a half on. Sunday night. I got into all my action pretty early this week. So Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, there's still some five, five and a half out there, I think. Griff, any NFL or no? Nope. I've sworn it off. Sworn off. Uh, so looks like we're kind of at the two-minute warning here, though, Jake. So we should probably wrap up. Do yep. we want to all Favorite do plays? Favorite plays? Who wants Clemson? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be the hottest. Can we, get, hottest can we gift wrap that one to me, please? I need it. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. You deserve a win. Right, Give thanks. him the freebie. Right, thanks. <laughs> Travis on Clemson. I'll take the Minnesota Illinois under thirty eight. Um. Oh, I can get you. I can get you thirty nine and a half on that. Oh, that's right. That's one that's moving. So we'll get a nice number. Maybe we f around and grab a forty. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm cool with that. As usual, we'll tease one, parlay one. Yeah. It's nice losing two units every week doing you this. Can't get it. Yeah, you can't. Get it. Nope. Griffin, there's always the rice over, but I don't want to talk yeah, to you about anything. I'm between that and that's been good to us. I yeah, think we, I think we all like Syracuse NC State under as well, Griff. Oh, that's right. We were all in agreement on that too. Now give me the rice over. I'm all in. All right, all great. Right, let's keep Do it going I... with the rice overs. Yep. All right, great. I'm seeing that at. It was 55 and a half. I can double check that again, but that's what it was yesterday. Sounds good. All right. Any, uh, Griff, any extracurricular activity, post game pod, Travia, 
I can give you guys one trivia um, for the hell. I'm kind of a little upset. If I was thinking, if my brain was working, I would have brought something, as the guest nice. usually does, but I don't have anything. It's all good. Uh, I'll just give you another. So last week I gave Trav a couple of ridiculous college football stats. I'll give you another one. Uh, this one kind of hits close to home for us. The most played rivalry in all of college football. What two teams do you think are involved? And how many times do you think they've played? I um, I, I said it hits home close to us because uh, it's Big Ten. Do... Oh, no, it's Big Ten? Yeah, oh, okay. it's Big no, Ten ball. I, I presumed Ivy League. Oh, I was going to throw like a backdoor brawl pit WU or something. Uh, this has got to have some relevancy to this weekend. Am I honest with something? Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, to me, like, is it one of them Minnesota? Correct. Is the other one, is it Wisconsin? Is it the Claire uh, Jug? That's impressive. Yes, that's that's correct. Wow. Yeah, that's I can't guess. believe you I pulled that out in the first two that. teams. Yeah, that was, guy's batting a thousand. And he, well, you did say Big Ten. You cut out. You cut out. You know, basically one hundred and thirty other teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But still, for you to guess both of them, um, do you guys want to guess how many times they've played? One hundred and twenty-seven times. He might have nailed it, judging by your face. <laughs> There's. Price is right. There's room to improve here. Uh, oh, don't think of it like don't think of it like you have to go above it either. <laughs> okay. Uh, one, Griff, Griff's in the right ballpark. Yeah. One twenty. One twenty six. Uh, yeah. One twenty four. Okay. So pretty great yeah. blind guess, Griff. Uh, yeah. This th- this series is four games longer than its competitor, Kansas Missouri, which actually ended in 2011 because Missouri went to the SEC. Oh yeah, wow, that's great. Yeah, that's all wild. right. More to come on that, and then we do have like two minutes left. So right before we wrap up, Trav, I'm proposing something. I don't know what inspired this, but um, I think we need to add a new segment called Life's Greatest Mysteries. And then I love this. You and I do like five minutes on, like five or ten minutes of research on some sort of topic, and the goal is. Like we state the mystery this week and next week we come back and we at least get like 10% closer to knowing more about the right answer, even if we don't get there because they are mysteries. Okay. Is it sports related or anything? I think, I think sports related, but okay, I don't, I it was doesn't gonna... have to be like, here's the example that I want us to do yeah. for next week. When Paul Pierce got wheeled out in that wheelchair, did he actually shit his pants or not? <laughs> so we spent five or 10 minutes looking around trying to come up with like any sort of interviews or anything on the topic to see if we can make ourselves smarter about that. Man, I absolutely love this. Uh, so are we each going to get a topic and then it's like homework for the other one? I think it's homework for both of us. And then we okay. discuss next week. All right. That sounds great. All right. Uh, that's the podcast. I don't think we missed anything. We're just in the nick of time. Uh, I think every pick is, I think every pick is correct too. I, I think everything uh, we put down is a winner this week, <laughs> including the ones where we were on opposite sides. Those are probably middle. <laughs> and I, I pray that the teaser and parlay get back on track. So let's get after it, boys. Our father who art in heaven. <laughs> All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. It was a blast.
Thanks for coming on, Griff. Thanks, yep. for, join- thanks for joining us, Griffin. And we will thanks talk sir. to you all next week. Yes, yeah, see you fellas soon. See you guys. Later. What a good place to be Don't believe that Just think of different language And it's never something I'll